welcome back to another episode of Professionals Podcasting. Today, we have attorney Meredith Bott answering the question, what is the difference between wills and trusts? That is a great question. I get that question often in the office. Um, there is a huge difference between wills and trusts. Um, mainly is really the name of a court process called probate. It's really a process that people, when they hear it, don't want to go through when they hear about what the disadvantages are. And when you've gone through it, you realize, um, I better get my estate planning done because that was not fun. Um, so probate is a court process that basically happens here in Illinois if you have at least $100,000 of assets in your own name. So if you have at least $100,000 in even a house right around here in Chicagoland area, very common. Um, then we have to go to court just to get that house titled into the family's name, right, to whoever the beneficiaries are, whether they're children or other beneficiaries. And the court process begins with filing a petition, filing um, affidavit of heirship, all these different documents. Um, so the big, you know, three, really four big disadvantages of having a will and going through probate. One is that it costs a lot of money. Um, most people, I mean, at least five to $10,000 is not unusual, and it can go upward from there based on people fighting or multiple claims. The second reason you don't want to go through probate is because it takes time. In Illinois, it's a minimum of six months, but I would say most of our probates are about a year and a half to two years long. Um, it just depends on various issues that can happen throughout a family. Um, the third disadvantage is it's public record. We have to publish in a newspaper that this person died, and now we have to tell everybody if you want to claim, make a claim against this estate, come on out. Um, plus, all the documents are public, available for public view. So that means that your family, especially your children, and their address is out there in public view, and the amount that they're receiving as an inheritance, right? So these are really private things. And now all of a sudden, the world can find out about it. And people ask, I, ask, I got asked the question the other day, well, who's looking at this stuff? Believe me, there's plenty of people that comb through the court documents. They go through, because there's so many probates that are opened on a daily basis, they go through those court documents, find the people, especially if it's a, a surviving spouse who's grieving, who is a little bit older, they'll take advantage of them. They'll take advantage of them. Um, or even any, any beneficiary that's certainly grieving um, is a difficult um, thing because they can get scammed really easily. Fourth disadvantage of probate is multiple probates. What that means is a lot of people have real estate here in Illinois, but then they might have a lake house in Wisconsin, or they might have Florida property because that's where they go to winter. If you have that, then we open a, an estate here in Illinois, but then we open up an estate in Florida or Wisconsin, and then there's more money and more time and more public record type of thing. So all of these things are not good things when we go through a probate process. Um, the solution, easier, the easiest solution I always feel is that creating a living trust is your best bet. Um, you create a living trust plus the pour over will. Having both of them will help us eliminate probate entirely. Um, then everything stays private. Everything is much faster. It gets to the family faster. Um, and then certainly it's going to cost less. So these are things that are really, really important to keep in mind when you're saying, oh, maybe I just need a will because my life is simple. 
I can do it on legal Zoom of some you know online um, type of way. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I tell people, absolutely, go do your own will, do your own taxes, do whatever you want. There's lots of DIY options. Just, just be careful because what ends up happening is when the person passes and I get the two-page, three-page will, I find lots of holes in it and we go to probate anyway and there's a lot of challenges. Um, and then just on a, on a family sense, there's so many advantages of having a trust. Um, I'll just name a few. Um, just on top of avoiding probate is remarriage provisions. Do you want your surviving spouse to suddenly fall in love, meet a new person, and then all of a sudden let's combine finances or they accidentally combine finances and it goes to your new spouse's family upon the death, right? Upon your death, it goes to spouse. Then upon your new spouse's death, they're gonna, it's gonna go right to your, your probably children you didn't even raise, right? I mean, that is so common. I see that all the time and it frustrates me to pieces. <laughs> um, some other reasons to not, um, to not, to have a trust are to make sure that it's protected from divorce, you know, giving it to your kids, but making sure that the money is going to be protected from divorce, from lawsuits, from bankruptcy, from um, any creditors, really. And then the last potential, you know, protection is really like, special needs. Um, because none of us have a crystal ball, any one of us can certainly get into an issue where we might need some special needs language in there, meaning an adult child gets has a stroke, and all of a sudden that adult child has to get on Medicaid because they can't afford being at home by themselves, so they have to go into a home. Now, all of a sudden, when you die and you give money to that person, then the whole thing can be um, undone and they no longer will qualify for all those benefits that they're already receiving. Um, you can give it to them in what is called a special needs trust and that trust prevents that from happening. Um, so I know these are such far-fetched things sometimes. When I talk to clients, they're like, that would never happen. All these different things. It's frustrating when I have to give them real life examples that's happened for my own client base and just prospects. When people call us, they we hear some of the saddest stories and we're trying our best to plan for the prevention of any of these um, unintended distributions, right? At the end of the day, I tell people you work too darn hard for this money. You work too hard. You sacrificed way too much time away from your family. You probably didn't take your vacations and, and did all these things all throughout your life. And then all of a sudden, if the money goes to an ex-son-in-law, ex-daughter-in-law, or even your would-be new spouse's children, those are things that make my stomach hurt. And I hope it does for you too. And, and we do the planning right to begin with. So that is the difference between wills and trusts. Long explanation, but hopefully you have, um, you know, basic understanding. We're always around here if you want to ask additional questions. So thank you.